Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. For a long time, we couldn't express the way that we were, you know, because of the way that people judged. And I think that's one reason I actually always did the things I did is because I was always like, I don't care what people think of me. So if you, if you want to judge me, go right ahead. Cause you won't know me. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Dave Trotter here, your host. I am so honored that you would take a few minutes to hang out with me today. Okay, I have taken all sorts of personality assessments, all the things, right? You've got Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. I'm an INTJ. Uh, Strength Finders. Oh, yeah. All the strengths from Gallup Organization. That's an incredible resource. Super helpful. The Berkman very powerful tool. And then there's all sorts of little freebies all over the place. Those are probably, I would say, three really big resources that people use in terms of their personality, how to understand their life. Now, I'm going to share with you today a conversation with someone about a different type of system. Okay, imagine that there was a system that could uncover how to live, I'm just going to say it, your best life. Yeah, how to live your best life, and that it was based on the day in which you were born, the time in which you were born, and the location in which you were born. I know, it sounds crazy. How could the day, time, and location of your birth actually help you know how to live your best life? Well, there is a system that you may not have heard of, called human design. Human design. It was, I'm going to say it again, another word that might kind of freak you out. It was channeled, it was downloaded, not made up, but actually received from a divine voice by a gentleman who, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, Ra-Uruhu, R-A, middle name, you are you. Maybe you wouldn't even say it's a middle name. Last name, H-U. The gentleman has passed away since then. He's formerly known as Alan Krakauer. 
He had an eight-day visitation in the 1980s where he had this encounter with a voice that downloaded this system. And I'm going to tell you, when I saw the system, I just, and you'll hear me in this conversation say, there's no way somebody could have made this up. It is so complex. It is so complex. And now it's like this 400-page system that he uh, downloaded and now has introduced to the world. He since passed away, I believe, in mid-2000s, 2011 or something like that. And there are, uh, well, his family is continuing his legacy through a website called Jovian Archive, J-O-V-I-A-N archive.com. I would encourage you to go there and get your body graph. Uh, body graph is what it's called. It's basically a human design chart. Or you can go to the website of my guest today, Miranda-Mitchell.com, and she will provide you with a body graph as well. Now, Miranda has been impacted by this whole uh, system called human design, and she now helps entrepreneurs and professionals step into energetic alignment so that they can expand their business and create more impact. Now, Miranda's an amazing woman. She is just awesome. I love how it's impacted her life. And now she's taking this system and she's presenting it to other people. I will tell you that during our conversation, I am referencing my own body graph. And so there are all sorts of numbers and names and things that you go, well, I don't know. Why do I care about learning about Dave? I want to learn about myself. I get it, but I'm just asking her the questions so that you can get a taste of what this is all about. We do talk about the five main types of individuals. I'm a manifester. Yes, I am. Didn't know that until I had this conversation. And she tells me what that's all about. And she'll talk about the other four types of people as well. So you should go before you listen to this episode to jovianarchive.com, J-O-V-I-A-N, archive.com. It's free to download your body graph. You just literally put in the date of your birth, the time of your birth, and the location of your birth, and boom, it pops out all sorts of incredible information. You will need help, though, reading it. And there are resources online to do that, but Miranda Mitchell is a great person to uh, receive that assistance from, and she gives us a good overview in this episode. So no waiting any longer. Let's jump into my conversation with the one and only Miranda Mitchell. Well, Miranda, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. So um, you have on your shirt today, wander, believe, live, dream, love. I can't say any lower than that. I, I think that's, that's all it. there is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me about those words for you. This seems... I'm like just doing some research on you and your background. I'm thinking those are some good words for you. That is an interesting question. Uh, that I love that because um, I didn't realize I was even wearing this shirt, but it does actually mean a lot to me. Um, because you know, in life, there's many ways that we make we choose life in the direction that we go. So I feel like I definitely have wandered through life in some things. So, and I feel like wandering is actually a beautiful gift as well, because then you're not so close in that specific goal, you know, um, belief in self, number one priority, which is I definitely had to work on that, you know, as far as limiting beliefs, what's the other one? Oh, live, live fully, definitely live. Um, 
in the present moment, I will, I will say, because there's a lot of people living in the past and looking towards the future. So living in the present moment is very important as well. I have to look at my shirt. So, oh, dream and love. So dream, um, you know, dream is a big one because we lose sight of our imagination when we're kids, I feel. So when you get so caught up in the day-to-day tasks, you lose the imagination in that dream. And really, if you continue to use the imagination and dream big, you step into a higher potential of what you're creating in your life. And I fully believe that and know that for a fact. And then love. I love everybody. You know, you just love everybody unconditionally. You see the good in everybody. So sounds like a good, uh, good direction for your life. This shirt. I feel like I need one now. <laughs> Thank you. Good. That was a great question. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. So you, um, uh, you are all about human design and I know you utilize that in order to help people who are, you know, starting and growing their businesses, but I want to hear how, how did you get into this? How were you introduced to human design? And maybe, maybe let's back up on that. What the heck is human design? When I first heard about it, I was like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Human design is just getting known. It's getting more mainstream, which I'm so thankful that I'm in the middle of it because I can share and express and even tell my story through the energetics. So it's very powerful when you're able to step into it and let yourself release and open up to what it is. Um, Really what it is, is it's traditional wisdom, which like the Kabbalah, um, Hindu, Hinduism, the chakras, um, the I Ching, uh, astrology, and then and then quantum physics. So it's the combination and the collaboration of them all. And I fell in love with it just because I had done a lot of practice and a lot of study in the chakra system in my yoga. So when I was able to connect the dots and bring that into it, it opened up so much more than I had originally thought that it would. So um, it's the combination of wisdom, traditional wisdom and quantum physics. So, you know, the old with the new. And so I have, um, I know you offer a human design. What would you call this? I mean, it's a PDF that's got your kind of your whole layout on it. I have gotten it from somebody else online and we'll put links to yours and theirs and all the things. What would you call that? Kind of the initial information? It's called the body graph. Body graph. Um, Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so you put in your name, the dates of your, when you were born, the times, the location, all of that kind of stuff. And it spits out all of this information about your type, definition, profile, inner authority, strategy, not self-theme, incarnation, cross, and so many numbers and symbols that I feel like I'm like, whoa, who came up with this? Where was this invented? Well, it wasn't invented. It was downloaded. Okay. So- all right. Come on now. We're getting all woo-woo. Like it's downloaded. Okay. When was it downloaded? Let me rephrase. Okay. So it was downloaded in 1987 in Egypt by, uh, I can never pronounce it, Rahu Ru. He changed his name. So his name is Rahu Ru in 1987. Five days, he downloaded all of this information. And then they made it his life work to bring all of this information to everybody because it was told to him that this is for everybody. Wow. Okay. So, um, and it's really based on energetics. So it may sound woo woo, 
but we're it is woo woo, and that's all good. We're we have lots of woo woo on here. I'm just messing with you. So it's based on energetics. That means like that we have energy that's coming in and out of us, and we got to do the right thing with it. Otherwise, our life sucks. I know that boils it down, but okay, keep, keep going. Yeah, so it does. It's all about energetics. So when you put in your information, what it basically is is it prints out this chart, and this chart shows you where you have consistent energy where you have variable energy, where you take in other people's energy and amplify it and use that energy. It shows you what themes you have in your life. So it goes into what lessons are you here to learn about? How is the best way to communicate? How is the best way to make decisions in your life so that you're not struggling and pushing Rather, you're listening and trusting so that you create Whole that. life is about pushing, Miranda. I've pushed for 48 freaking years. I hate pushing. I tried to quit pushing about 12, 13 years ago, but I still feel this um, inner urge to push. But I'm just constantly telling my wife, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push it. I'm just going to be here to serve, here to serve. But inside, I'm going. Mm. So what does pushing mean to you? Trying to make it happen. You know what I mean? Trying to get everything done because I'm going to get it done. Like I just get stuff done. Like I just can make things happen. And oh, quit! Don't don't give me that look. Don't give me. People can't see that. Well, you're look. You're a manifester. You no. are. You're a manifester. So I'm just gonna say you are one. You're nine percent. You're rare. You're a manifester. Okay. Manifestors are quick. They are made to make things happen. You are made to initiate. You are made to go on the flow. And when you get inspired to do it, however. Mm. If you do it from a place that is out of alignment and you don't have someone supporting you Mm -hmm. because you don't have that consistent life force energy, then you can struggle there. But you are to have big ideas and go and initiate. You're only 9%. Okay. So uh, I'm looking at this downloaded chart and uh, it says my type, as you mentioned, because we talked about this a few minutes ago, was a manifester. How many types are there? There's five. Five Five types. types. Can you walk us through those real briefly? Yes. So there's out the generator and the manifesting generator. I'm putting those together because they make up most of society. The generator and manifesting generator, they make about 70% of society combined. What do they do? What they're the they're workforce. Like, okay. They're like, if you think of the busy bees, bumblebees, the builders, that's them. That's me. I'm a manifesting Generators generator. and manifesting generators? Yes. Yep. What's the difference between a generator and a manifesting generator? So a generator is uh, does not see this is getting a little technical. A generator doesn't have um, the sacral or the force to the throat. So it has to do with manifestation into the external world is what okay. I mean. Okay. So if you think of a generator like a builder bee, steady, consistent, they're here to master, yeah. they come to plateaus, then they continue to build at a steady pace. Okay. Manifesting generators have the generator type. So it means they're builders, they steady, they're here to master, they're here to build. However, they also have some of the manifesting power, which is what you are, manifester, which means initiation, fast movement. Gotcha. So the manifesting generator can get ideas, get inspirations, move quickly. However, they may skip some steps and then have to go back and redo them because they're so fast. And I can give an example with me because I'm a manifesting generator. For me, social media, typing things out, writing things, too slow. I can't deal. <laughs> but for talking and discussion, discussion, 
love it because it's all of the activation to the throat, which is about manifesting it into the external world. Mm. I'm just going to tell you, like, there are some guests that come on here and I'm like, cool. Like, I, I love every guest. You know, I turn down nine out of 10 people that come on this podcast. And it's not like we're some big fancy podcast. I'm, the, you know I, what I mean? I'm I just, so <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, cause it's like, eh, I don't know. I connect with you. Like, there's something about you that I'm like, okay, I like this gal. Like, she's on it. Like, this is, this is a good vibe. So, all right. So we got generators. We got manifesting generators. What's the next one? Manifestor generators, manifestors, which are okay. 9% of the world which you guys are here to get big ideas, inspirations, be in your flow and go and initiate things. However, you may need support in building those things because you may not have, you don't have that consistent workforce energy. So you need like a team support there. Um, Then there's a projector projectors, 20%. What that means is the projector does not have the sacral either. And neither does the manifester. So if you look at your chart, You'll notice there's the bottom one is the root center. And then one up, there's a square. That is the sacral. So if that is colored in, that is what gives life and workforce. So that's us, manifesting generators and generators. Yes, yours is white because you're a manifester. That's not a racial issue, is it? I don't want to have, (laughs) we don't want to talk about racial things on here. No, don't do that. Okay. Um, okay. White means variable. So what that means is you take in other people's energy in that space and you can amplify it. So if you have a a wonderful idea and you're inspired, you can, let's say your wife is a manifester or a generator type. You can take in her energy, get all this energy and follow through on everything. However, that is not your energy to keep forever. You can use it to get inspired and to do the work, but then you need to rest. Okay. So the white in all of that chart, whether it be the channels or the centers, it means there's variable energy. Okay. okay. And the colored means definition. That means there's consistency. Okay. There. Okay. Now, I'm, if you're if you're listening to this, you're going, I don't see colors. I don't see white, obviously. So, you know what? We're going to have links where you may even want to listen to this episode, not while you're driving, but like come back to it, listen at your desk or your bed or something, and you've got your map chart body map what's it called body what body body graph body graph mm-hmm. print it out so you kind of kind of know what you're looking at here all right so the the fourth um one was say it again Projector. projectors Projector. okay yep. and projectors i don't i'm not sure i heard what they get done what do they do no projectors are like the um the overseers they have a, they see bigger visions they see the potential of things However, they don't have that consistent life force. So okay. for them, they really need that support from generators and manifesting generators. The reason is, is because they really can burn themselves out because they have so many open centers mm-hmm. that they can take in other people's energies and really amplify it and just be go, 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 go. I'm going to give an example of my brother. He's a projector. He has four kids. He is the best dad. Like, that I've known. He is in every game, every gymnastics, every cheerleading, everything. Works 60, 80 hours a week. He does it all. He's always there. But he's going to burn out if he doesn't rest because what he's doing is taking in other people's energy, amplifying it, and then being the energizer bunny. So the thing with projectors is, yes, use it. 
but then you have to rest. Self-care is so important. And when we go into the strategy aspect of things, I'll go more into the self-care part because when you're a projector and you're waiting on strategy, if you don't receive that invitation, what that really means is you need to have more self-care. So you have to slow down to be able to get those invitations to be able to move forward. Okay. And what's the fifth category? The fifth one is the reflector, which is the rarest 1%. And what that means is every single, every single shape is open. means every single shape is, I mean, they have gates activated, the lines, but they won't have the shapes. So that means every single, every single shape is open. So they're taking in everyone's energy and they're experiencing life through the reflection of their environment. So if their life is kind of chaotic, they have to look at their environment and see where they're at. They have to right place is so important for reflectors. Sounds horrible. Sounds like I do not want to be that person. I like being a manifester. All right. Let's just talk about manifestors. Scroll those other people. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So we've got the five different types. And then there are all these other things. And I mean, as a manifester, I'm just telling you, I can make this chart way better. I mean, this is just a disaster. Oh it is so, we got to get things so much more clear. <laughs> um, all right. So there are, what, what is the most, because like, I would assume that the type is the most important thing, like the foundational. What's the next, like, most important thing for us to talk about? It's type and strategy. So okay. the strategy is important because that is what best suits you for making decisions. So that means if you start to tune into your strategy, the decisions that you make will create more ease in your life and less pushing. Okay. So how many strategies are there? Well, projectors have four strategies because they have mental ego um, that goes more into kind of like the specific way that they can make their decisions. But overall together, there's just one strategy for each one. You can fine tune the projector type. So each type has a strategy. So there's five. Okay. Okay. So my strategy, which you already know, is to inform. What does that mean? So what that means is you get this beautiful big idea. You have, uh, you get inspired. You have all this energy and inspiration. You're just going to go do it. So what happens when you don't inform the people that you love what you're doing? They're like, what the heck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Where are you going? So they start to question you. Yes. So informing doesn't mean asking permission. It just means, hey, you know what? I had this big idea. I'm going to work on this. So then that way, the people that are in your life understand what you're doing and they don't follow you around and question you where you will be taken out of your flow, your energetic flow, which would make you angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. so informing is just so people realize okay they have this idea let them do their idea okay okay um it, this is my inner authority is emotional solar plexus what is this what is this all about great so the emotional solar plexus i love that you asked that because each type can have an emotional authority and what that means is it takes you a little bit longer to make the decisions so Emotional authority means you have an emotional wave and there's different types of waves. There's three types of waves. One is very quick. One is slow. And one is about tribal, which means it has to do with family. So the people that you care about. So when you have an emotional wave, when you're making a big decision, 
let's say you had this beautiful decision, you wanted to inform people about what you're doing. But then with an emotional wave, what you have to do is sit back for a moment, ask yourself, okay, two days later, does this decision still feel good to me? If you're, if you still feel energized, and you feel yes, then you wait one more, one more day or two, ask yourself again, does this feel good to me? And then if it's a yes, you go forward. Now, if at any point in time you ask yourself and say, does this feel good to me? And you're like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know if this feels good. And let's say you do it anyway. What's going to happen is, is you'll experience that experience throughout that decision. So sometimes you'll love what you're doing. Sometimes you won't be very happy with what you're doing. So anyone with emotional authority has a longer wait time in making their decision. And solar plexus, is that... uh... That's something in my body? That is one of the centers in the chart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, and I don't want to get, because I want to talk about a bunch of other things, but like there's a ton of different numbers and little symbols all down the side of like, and it says design and personality. And what are what does all this mean? Okay. So I love that you went here. So I know that you said there's a lot of information and I always start with my clients on this. There is so much information. There's so many layers to human design. And this is another reason that I love it so much because of my practice with yoga. You have to start small first, work on that layer, and then go deeper once you integrate and practice. Okay. Some people really want all the information all at once, but what happens? They get overwhelmed with the information, don't do anything. Right, right. <laughs> So I always help people slow down a bit, learn your type and strategy. After you learn your type and strategy, go into your centers. Where do you have deconditioning? Where do you have things, beliefs that you need to work on? Because the open centers, there's conditioning in those centers because you're taking in other people's energy, thinking it's your own. So then you create these beliefs. So then we work on deconditioning in the centers. Then we start going into the activations, which are Are the numbers. Real quick. Are you speaking English? Because I just can't, I mean, I can't understand a freaking word you're saying. What the heck is going on? <laughs> well, the centers are the shapes. So there's deconditioning there. And that's what I, that's what I say. There's so many layers. So some people just want the top layer, you know, right. know your type and strategy, work on your strategy. Things start to align and that's all they want. That's wonderful because then they're, they have more ease in their life. Um, some people want to go deeper. So for the people that want to go deeper and work on like getting rid of beliefs then go mm-hmm. deeper, you know, sure, it's, sure. it's whoever it's basically what you want to work on and how much you really want to learn and integrate it. So there's layers. There's layers. Yeah. 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 Obviously this is really intense. I mean, I look at this and I'm like, Whoa, it really causes me to be interested. You know, when you talk about my type as a manifester, I kind of go, okay. I mean, that's dead on in terms of who I am. And I go, I can kind of put that in previous, previous buckets that I've had maybe in life. You know what I mean? Other ways of whether it's string fighters or Myers-Briggs or Berkman or, you know, all these other things that I can kind of put buckets in and go, yeah, yeah, I see who that is. The strategy. Yes. If I don't inform my family or teammates or whatever, I used to be a pastor for 10 years and I would come up with big ideas constantly. And my, you know, had a dozen staff and they would just get pissed because it's like, even if I'm informing them. It's like, how far ahead am I informing them, you know? So I, that makes sense. So I think that, and the emotional thing, get it. Ah, I got to ask you one more question before we move on to something else. Is the not self theme, 
which you know mine, because I'm assuming the not self theme is the same for like each one of the five has its own. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel really so, angry about this thing. That so the not self theme is I, I don't really like that wording. <laughs> um, what it basically is saying is if you're not in alignment with your strategy and you're pushing through, you're going to get angry. Right. So if at any point in time you realize why I'm angry right now, ah, that means I'm not in strategy. Okay. And and the other four uh, types have their own not yeah. self themes. It's like yeah. when you're out of a, uh, when you're not fully representing yourself or fully being yourself, you're not fully aligned. I get it. I understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Good stuff. Wow. You're like a expert on this. I love this. I feel like I need, I need to get a book or something. Cause this is, this is intense. Um, what should I ask you next? I'm never at a loss for words, but okay. I didn't ask you cause we, we haven't even gotten to this point. We were just describing human design. How the heck did you, um, come across this? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because in my life, there were many things that I kind of reflect on now. Um, And I'm thankful for where I'm at. (laughs) But there was a long journey on where to get to get here, really. So I did about 10 years of yoga practice, um, healing, letting go of traumas, beliefs, all of that stuff that I've been holding on to from when I was younger that didn't even realize I was holding on to. After I did about eight to 10 years of that, a coach friend of mine came to me and asked me about human sign and she let me know what it was. And I'm like, mm, nah, it doesn't feel like it wasn't right timing for me. Right. Sure. So um, I let it go for another year. And then um, it came back and I reached out to her and I said, you know, I'm kind of interested in that now. Um, but I know I like to go dive into everything. So I wanted to be in my strategy, which is wait to respond. Um, so what I did is I bought the book. I read the book. Um, by Karen Cray Parker, who's my teacher, um, for in one and a half weeks or two weeks. And I was like, you know what, if I can read this book this fast, I know there's something there. So then I signed up, I started doing the training. And at first, I was just going to do one or two. So we did the centers and we did the types. I'm like, okay, well, this is not enough. (laughs) So then I signed up for like all four. um, And I just dove into it. And the thing that it gave me was, um, you know, I had done so much work on myself. I knew a lot of the things already. I had worked them. I knew who I was, but when I connected it with my chart, it showed me like what I knew. So it gave me a tangible thing to look at and say, I'm not crazy. This is my life path. This is what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. I was meant here. Actually, I was meant to struggle um, because I have a struggle theme in my chart and Mm -hmm. I'm here to learn through my struggle so I can help people through their struggle. Mm -hmm. So it just gave me that extra confidence in knowing what I'm here to do, how, how I can do it. And it helped me step really firmly into what I'm here to do rather than, I think I know, you know? Right. Right. And so then it was like, I want to utilize this as a resource to help other people is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. Yes, definitely. Cause you know, at least this is how I felt. I felt like I knew what, what I wanted to do while I was here but I wasn't, you know, you always question yourself, well, maybe there's this, or maybe there's that, or maybe this looks interesting to me. So there's like that shiny object kind of thing going on. And then when I saw the chart, it just really helped me know, okay, I'm on the right path. And also it gave me the confidence to step boldly into what I'm doing. And I want to do that for other entrepreneurs, because, you know, I feel like 
as entrepreneurs and people that are professionals and they're leaders, they're already doing that to have the extra boost of confidence to know that that's what they're here to do. And then they can do that for their team. Like how amazing is that? We can definitely, that ripple effect with the world, we can change the world. Definitely. Wow. So you have three kids. Is this, am I correct? I, yes. Okay. And have, I assume they've gone through this whole process and you've indoctrinated them on all of this. Well, I mean, two of my boys are older, so they're 26 and 22. So they, um, they definitely, I did their chart and it's interesting because my younger one, um, his girlfriend, her wife now, um, she was really interested in astrology and all of that. So when I started talking to them about this, she was all for it and she's a projector. And, um, I will say that I had some struggles with my second son. Um, I had been divorced. Um, his father was abusive. So we, I moved away from him when he was like four and we always had this tug of war of like, daddy's the best mommy. Like I knew nothing. And I didn't say anything because I knew that he would find out eventually. And then when I learned his design and I looked at his chart and I talked to him about some of the themes that he had, they were hundred percent on. And our relationship is so much better now. And, um, I just want to say that his wife and him, they make like a great couple because I did their comparison charts. Yeah. <laughs> so they make like a great, strong couple. And it's very interesting because I can see how strong they are. I never had a relationship like that at my age. I was a mess. So I really do love that aspect. Um, and I will also say with my nine-year-old, I have a nine-year-old daughter. Um, she has an open throat, which means she may feel not heard because she doesn't have consistency in the way that she speaks. Okay. So what happens is with people with an open throat, they may feel not heard. They may not feel seen. So I, I always question, why does she scream above everybody to get attention? And yet no one listens. And as soon as I realize that about her chart, I make a, a conscious effort to, to sit and say, Oh, Eden speaking. So she feels seen and heard. So it really helps in um, helping your kids as well, you know, with some of the struggles that they may have if I didn't know their energetics. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so this chart, you, I'm assuming you would say it is the same from the moment my child is born until they die. Like it's the same. It's not going to change because it's all based on when they were born. Yes. However, where they were, take in other people's energy from experiences that can create some struggle or some pain or something as far as emotional going on, because it is through experiences that you make your beliefs about yourself. So wherever you have openness in the chart, there may be some conditioning or deconditioning that needs to be worked on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so you actually utilize this now to help entrepreneurs align with their, like the best way that they could operate in the world so that they're not struggling against, I'm, I'm trying to process this, struggling against who they're not to really just go, this is who I am and how can I utilize this in order to be myself, fully myself and grow my business? Am I right on this? Yes, there's so much that can be done with entrepreneurs. So um, first, I help entrepreneurs connect with um, their purpose because it's what they're here to put out into the world is put 
is within their chart, what grounds them. So they knew, so they need to know what they need to do to stay grounded so that they can step into the purpose. The best way of communication is another element that's in there. So if you're trying to be seen, trying to be heard, trying to promote what best communication. And also I recently have been working with someone and her entire team. So I'm working with all of her team to see, okay, what energies are aligned here? How can your team support you? Cause she's a projector and she needs support from her manifesting generator. So um, it really helps the entrepreneur and the entire team so that energetically people can step into their genius rather than giving someone something that they're going to struggle at. Now, if I were to say, okay, you know, there are lots of different tools like this. I say like this because I know you're going to say, no, there's not. But there are lots of different ways that we measure people's, okay, there's the Enneagram. There's, which is probably outside of human design, the most complex. Then there's Myers-Briggs. There's Berkman. Actually, that's super complex. There's obviously Strength Finders, which is simple. You know, all these things. Why, why should I be interested in human design when I've done all these other ones? Well, I honestly don't feel like anyone should do anything. <laughs> I feel like if someone is interested and they feel a nudge of interest or a nudge of, hmm, then connect with your chart. I don't fully believe, I mean, we're all energetic beings, so we all have our own experiences and one may resonate more than the other. I'm not here to say one is more than the other. It's really on what you connect with and really what you feel is right for you. So for those that have an interest here, wonderful. If you don't have an interest, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Miranda, I, I'm looking at all your pictures and everything that you are doing online and you're like a chameleon. You are miscreative. I mean, you've just got all kinds of different hair and oh my clothing <laughs> and tattoos and like you've got all the things. I mean, you're, you said you're 46. You should be wearing middle-aged mom pants oh, or something. No. Come on now. <laughs> What's going on with this ex creative expression? Tell me about this. That's interesting. Okay. Well, you know, I lived in Vermont most of my uh, smaller years. I always stood out. I always tried to be different. I always pushed the envelope. That shows my age. Um, on... <laughs> on like the ways that I would wear clothes. I was the only one wearing bell bottoms and platform shoes in Vermont, like, you know, um, and in the then 80s. in the eighties, right. I mean, that was like, yes. well, 10 years too late. Yeah. Yeah. And in Vermont, I mean, they're wearing flannels and jeans and cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I always did that. And then, um, you know, there were certain times I always changed my hair. I always felt like it was something different. I did go through a couple of years ago. I was actually very sick. Um, I And you're probably talking about my shaved head because I did shave my head down to a two. Um, the reason I did that is because I had alopecia. So all my hair fell out. Wow. And my husband actually had to shave my head because I had these round spots on my head that was just very hard to deal with as a woman. Yeah. Um, so I grew my hair back. I did all the healing. And then as soon as my hair grew back and I had no spots, I was like, okay, now I'm shaving my head. It was because I wanted my, that control to say, you know what? I don't want to someone to force me to shave my head. I want the choice to do it. Yeah, yeah. 
So then I shaved my head down to a two and I had it shaved for a while and now I've grown it back. So I've always been a little, I guess I've always pushed things a little bit, which is kind of, I I actually like about myself. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I grew up in a family that was uh, in Kentucky that was very practical. So there wasn't a value for self-expression or fashion. It was more what was just practical, you know? And so, um, and I have got a couple of instances connected to shame around that for me. And so about 13 years ago, when I had my own rock bottom experience, I started doing things, um, getting more tattoos, uh, you know, dressing in different ways, things that wouldn't be outlandish to other people, even getting a car that wasn't like practical, you know, as a way to go, ah, I just need to express myself more. I feel like even now I'd like to express myself more. Um, but uh, I like that. Yeah, I think that's fun. People can just be themselves. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, you're exploring who you are by doing those things, you know, because sometimes it's like, like my son, he's 18, you know, he's like into punk and like all the things. And, you know, he sometimes will paint a nail and do, do this thing and whatever. Uh, he's got the tattoo that's like with this self tattoo with the guy's gun in the garage. And it's like, really, I don't know if you really want that on your thigh, like when you're 45, like, but okay, you know, and my wife looks at me and goes, how could they not want tattoos? You have them all over. <laughs> She's like anti tattoo. None of my kids have tattoos. But I'm, surprised, not, no? I'm surprised that my kids did. I thought they would rebel and be like, I don't want tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, and I love that you said that because a lot for a long time, we couldn't express the way that we were, you know, because of the way that people judged. And I think that's one reason I actually always did the things I did is because I was always like, I don't care what people think of me. Mm. So if you, if you want to judge me, go right ahead. Cause you won't know me. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty awesome person. I feel like, <laughs> so if you want to judge me because I have tattoos, um, then go ahead and judge me. But that doesn't make me something less than just because I don't live up to some societal norms, you know, yeah, so yeah. I always push that. It's so funny how different geographical areas also, you know, there's an emphasis on specifically tattoos or not. Uh, I live in Orange County, California, where, I mean, so many people have sleeves here, tons and tons of people. And so I, I have sleeves. And so it's like no big deal. But then if I go visit my parents in Sacramento, or if I go to another part of the country, I'm kind of looking around going, nobody has sleeves here. Um, but I live in an area where surf skate culture it was kind of born. Like there are so many surf skate companies that come out of even the city where I live. So that's kind of just part of that, you know, vibe. Um, but other parts of the country, self-expression is, you know, different ways. It's not tattoos. It's wearing gibbets on your Crocs or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, lo- I love learning other areas, like how they express themselves. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fun. Okay, Miranda, enough about tattoos. Good Lord, how do we get on this? Miranda Dash Mitchell. Who's the Miranda Mitchell who has it without the dash? Who is she? I have no idea, but I wish, well, no, I like the dash. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, MirandaDashMitchell.com. And uh, I want to encourage you guys to go. You'll scroll about halfway down the page and it says, get your chart and video here. Click on that 
um, bluish greenish greenish link button thing and then you'll get a chart so you'll scroll about halfway down the page and it's got uh get your chart and video here and miranda will send you one uh via email and you'll get all her her great information so miranda i really appreciate this the first time we've talked about human design in depth on the podcast and uh, i'm glad we got to do it with you thank you so much me too i hope you learned something i did Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.